0: This is the Total Tuscany Podcast, episode 92.
1: We really pay attention about ingredients and try to make recipes with ingredients that everybody can find. So it's of course there will never be the same ingredients that I have, but at least you can find them. And we give very thorough instruction how they should be.
0: We all wish we could cook like we were in Tuscany. Well, you can. Keeping with our recent theme of bringing Tuscany to your home, Kika Maione is doing just that with her online cooking classes and cooking club, an idea that took off during the pandemic and just keeps growing. Kika is an architect, but her designs have moved to the kitchen from pasta to soup, sauces and even dessert. You'll learn from someone who's been teaching for over 20 years. The next best thing to being in Tuscany is Tuscany coming to you. Welcome back to another edition of the Total Tuscany Podcast. If you haven't followed us on the social media channels, please do so. You can find us on Instagram, you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on Twitter. I'm Travis Justice, joined by my podcast and Total Tuscany co-publishing partner, Mr. Pat companion What's going on, Pat?
2: Hey, good morning, Travis. It's good to be back in the studio.
0: You know, our resolutions have been more podcast in 2024 with this is number two already we're doing pretty good two in two weeks i know that's pretty amazing (laughs) for us now uh the the cool thing is you and i are gearing up of course i was in tuscany in uh in december and you and i are going back in march uh when's the last time you were in florence When's the last time you were even in tuscany
2: i wasn't the last time i was in tuscany was in 2019 i believe it's been too long i've been in italy but I haven't been to Tuscany for that many years.
0: Yeah, because you've made a you've made a couple trips to Sicily. I have uh, to 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 find your family roots. Hey, by the way, how's your how's your um, citizenship? Thing yeah, going?
2: we're still we're still in a you know it's a long process. It's not a slow thing, but this year twenty twenty four should be the year. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that.
0: So you're gonna have that 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 uh, that passport, right? Well, that's the second that's
2: the second step, but. Yes. And so then you get to decide when you enter the country, if you're entering Italy with an American passport or an Italian passport, which determines how long you can stay.
0: See, now, can you, I'm just curious, because when I went through like Amsterdam, you know, all the European passport lines were shorter. So can you like, like when you get on the plane, can you use your American passport and then get over there and use your European passport? I
2: haven't done this yet, but I believe you need to select it before you leave. Okay. But then you're correct. Once I'm in route, I'm using the European passport.
0: Now, okay. Here's another question, and I'm just throwing this out to you, and you weren't prepared for this. Can you use an American passport or a European passport going over, to, and then an American passport coming back?
2: I don't know the answer, but I, for sure, but I don't think so. Okay, I think. Well, I think once you decide you're you're in that, loop okay, for that trip.
0: Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. You know, when it when it comes to Tuscany, we, we've done so many Total Tuscany podcasts, and if you want to know more about the citizenship. And if you're Italian and you're like, okay, how do I get my citizenship? Go back on the Total Tuscany podcast. I forget what episode it is, but just uh, just listen to that one because it's very in-depth on, on how you can go about getting your citizenship. And it's, it's a lot of the, the, the content we, we've been able to produce over the years, and the people we've formed relationships with. Um, but you can kind of go through that step-by-step process if you're in the United States of, of how to get your citizenship. What what is your passion when it when it comes? I know you're a lawyer, but uh, what is your passion when it comes to Italy? Uh, cooking, cooking, yeah, yeah.
2: And it's and it's. I would say it's it's not just Italy. It's my passion. I think passion is the thing that we all do when we're trying to have a relaxing day. Maybe it's a Sunday type of a thing. When we have time, what are, what's our go to thing? My thing is cooking. And, and Italy evokes that whole thought process, absolutely. But uh, that's my passion.
0: Yeah, and, it's, uh, and uh, there's two things that are most popular when it comes to our podcast. When we talk wine... And we talk cooking. Those are by far the most listened to episodes because people people are pretty passionate about that. I, I we drink a lot of wine. Uh, I, I you know on the weekends I'm probably doing two, three, four bottles right. a night. Um, and so I'm, I'm I'm passionate about the wine. You're passionate about the cooking. My wife's pretty passionate about the cooking. But you can never go wrong. And I think we always look. How do we duplicate what we have when we're in Tuscany or when we're in Italy? Like we have it. We have a dish. We have a meal, and we're like how do we duplicate this how do, how do we do this how do
2: we do this at home yeah and the wine pairing that's where our last podcast with Claudia that that you and I are really good at drinking good wine yeah and, and oh, that's and, not a problem and your wife is really a really good cook but finding that wine that complements the food is is something we're still struggling with.
0: You know, the pandemic created an opportunity because, you know, tourism really dropped in Italy and specifically Tuscany when the pandemic hit. And it, it, it a lot of people grew their businesses or were able to stay functional because of doing things online. And that has carried over. So you can do a cooking class in person. If you go to to Tuscany or you can do it online and one person who's been doing it for well over 20 years is our guest today on the Total Tuscany podcast and please welcome Kika Maioni. She runs cookingintuscany.cc. She's got a plethora of information. She's got a cooking club and she's ready to start teaching you how to cook the finer side of Tuscany. Well, kika it's interesting how everybody starts connecting the dots and we had claudia here uh, a couple of weeks ago and she made an introduction to us and the, the the love of tuscany goes about everywhere doesn't it? everybody loves tuscany
1: yeah i think uh i think so because tuscany i think it's very special it's about the harmony between the nature and the human activities so you feel like uh, uh you can recognize yourself in tuscany i think you feel connected to the people, to the landscape, to the food, to the traditions. It's a very special place. Yeah. Originally, I'm not from here. I grew up in the south of Italy, in Naples, Napoli, crazy city. But well, for me, it's the most beautiful city in the world. <laughs> and uh, but then I moved to Tuscany in, uh, in 1998. And uh, because um, I have a degree in architecture, I'm an architect. And after my degree, I traveled by bike all over the world for about 10 years. I went to many places such as Alaska, New Zealand, Ecuador, Zimbabwe, Madagascar, Iceland, Australia, all over Europe. And But then when my daughter was born with, uh, from Naples to Tuscany to have a more, you know, uh, easy life instead of being in a big city and grow up a kid. Yeah. <laughs> so how did how
2: did an architect become? Or are you a should we call you a chef? I know you have.
1: I, yeah, I know. I always say I'm not a chef. I'm an architect. When I introduce myself to my uh, groups or people in my in-person classes, because I do really have. I worked as an architect for some years, but um, I had always a passion for cooking. I really love cooking and um, I always had so many people in my, uh, my around my table friends but one of these friends is um, one of these friends is a pretty famous American cyclist uh, his name is Andy Hampstein he won the Giro d'Italia in a, a- 1989 and uh, but he lived here and so when he quit his profession, uh, he started to having tours of Tuscany by bicycle, and he asked me if I want to cook for his groups. So this is how it started. And then more people kept asking me, more people, and now here I am. So I was absorbed. The, my job found me. I didn't find my job. Okay?
0: <laughs> Your website is cookingintuscany.cc. At what yeah. point did you say, you know what, designing buildings, designing spaces, and designing dinners and, and, and food – could be a business. What did you say? You know what? I'm making that transition from being an architect to just being somebody who wants to teach people about uh, Tuscany and, and food and, and other experiences.
1: Yeah. Uh, cause I, uh, used to work for groups, uh, for many years, not for myself, but in 2017, I decided, okay, I can try to offer my in private classes. I can try. So uh, I built my website and uh, I didn't know it was so successful, you know. I couldn't imagine. And uh, right away, I started having so many requests, you know. And people are uh, every uh, during, especially during the summer, they wanted to come to my place. And so, slowly, slowly, this is this is this became my main job. Yeah.
2: So, are all of your cooking classes in your own kitchen, or do you go yeah, to them?
1: I I usually, in I prefer to have my classes in my own kitchen because I have all my tools and it's a. But sometimes I have to be a private chef, uh, and or uh, sometimes I go somewhere else, but it's not very often. I prefer to have my base in my kitchen.
0: (laughs) Did you design your own kitchen?
1: Yeah, yeah, as an architect, actually, I designed the whole farmhouse where I live now uh, in sustainable architecture. I was a kind of pioneer. I choose only organic materials. I didn't use any mm, chemicals like for painting. And uh, I remember, you know, when I I had to fight a little bit with the workers because this was twenty years ago, they didn't know anything about sustainable architecture and and so i remember when they were painting the walls they were reading ingredients of the my paint and they were reading uh orange orange zest egg yolks so they were mixing the paint and paint uh, the painting and they were saying am, am i going to make a cake or paint the walls?" say don't worry <laughs> you do that you do that and then uh, yeah so but they didn't appreciate because they understood they were not smelling all the chemicals you know from all the Day, we usually uh, use the, the normal material that we usually use. I went to Carrara to choose my slab of Carrara marble for my uh, kitchen top. Uh, I felt like Michelangelo. He built his David, but I made my kitchen. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah.
2: So I'm I'm guessing our listeners would love to hear what, what's your? Do you have a specialty? That you like to make, or that uh, you're kind of go to yeah. for a beginner beginner cooking class?
1: Yeah, I my uh, I love teaching how to make pasta, homemade pasta. I think it's something magical because you really need two in, two ingredients: water and the binder, flour and a binder. They could be water or eggs, and um, and then from this you can have different thousand different shapes. Um uh, so it's really creative and easy to make uh, what i like when i teach i like to uh, help people to understand that they can take stress out of their kitchen the cooking can be a very um, very uh, relaxing process if you know what you are doing you know uh, it's not only following a recipe because uh, this is a mechanical things. It's just understanding what you are doing, what ingredients you are doing. And for me, uh, the ingredients are the most important things when I cook. I always joke that my mantra in the kitchen is the best use of the simplest ingredients. So few ingredients and good recipes. And I think Italian cuisine has uh, so many recipes there are, respect these principles because um, because it's, Italian cuisine is based on this good ingredients and um, and uh, few ingredients in a recipe.
0: Why is it every time I go to Tuscany you have lots of pasta options but I still keep going back to peachy. I love just a, <laughs> a, a basic <laughs> peachy and that, that's what I tend to get when I go to a restaurant just very basic stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, because that's because I think simple things are the one that you can remember. You know, when you have so many complicated things, it's not the same. But in Tuscany, we also have ravioli it's filled with spinach and ricotta. There are awesome pappardelle, fettuccine. Uh, yeah, but peach is kind of a thick and long spaghetti, homemade. So it's uh, I understand why you like them. <laughs> yeah.
0: In your cooking classes, are you? full tuscan or because of your napoli influence do you do you bring in a lot of different uh, styles and maybe in flavors
1: yeah so i consider my cooking style um as a mediterranean you know now nowadays everybody speaks about the Medi- mediterranean very popular mediterranean diet i grew up with that because i grew up i was born and i grew up and now i live on the west coast of the miseria you know of italy so i use a lot of olive oil we eat a lot of beans pasta not very much meat i used to be vegetarian now i can eat a little bit once in a while uh so i and lots of vegetables i love vegetables i have my vegetable garden that i i grow my own vegetables i have olive trees on my property and uh, we make our own extra virgin olive oil all organic no pesticides <laughs> so i try to have a like a, a life in harmony with nature that's uh, yeah
2: so chica pizza who has the best yeah. pizza naples or uh tuscan pizza
1: Oh, you don't have to ask talk me this. <laughs> if you want to start a war <laughs> between Naples and Tuscany, because <laughs> I'm a so my answer is one. <laughs> well, what
2: is the difference uh, to an American audience? What is the difference that's between the questions?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. The difference is the craft. When you go to Naples, the pizza is thinner, but it's not crunchy, you know, it's much, it's, um, it's a slightly crunchy outside, but when you bite a piece of pizza, it just melts in your mouth. Here, the pizza is maybe a little thicker and crunchy. So totally different hmm. where you're making pizza.
0: You know, the, the pandemic offered some unique opportunities for people in business. Some people adapted, some people didn't adapt. Um, you know, a lot of people stopped traveling. Your business probably came to a halt. And you went to the online classes and now that has grown to where not only were you doing online classes, you now have like an online club. Just talk about how that yeah. all came together and how many people are in your club now and, and what that all looks like.
1: Yeah. Um, so I started this, uh, online club in, uh, 2023, uh, with, uh, two friends, Jed and Michelle. Uh, they helped me to set up all the. Uh, they, they they helped me to set up all the, the administration, all the technical things because they are, um, uh, they were digital nomads, so they were stuck at home as well during the pandemic. The they uh, their, their name the name of their, of their uh, website is Intentional Traveler. Just if you want to look at uh, their uh, website. And uh, so I started, I was telling you before, uh, Travis, that I started the first, the first online cooling class was in March, uh, thanks to an American friend. Um, and uh, we were surprised because right away we had 85 people, you know, joining wow. up. And we were giving these classes for free uh, for about three months. Then with Jed and Michelle, we decided to give a, um, to have a more structured project and um and then so we founded Kikas cooking club and the first class was in july and we had a 75 uh, founding members just at the beginning so we offer um, membership for six um for six uh, so you get four months six online classes and um, lots of bonuses because now we have over 70 and plus Uh, past class replay videos that you can watch on demand. We always joke it's uh, tastier than Netflix (laughs) because you can really go back to these classes and see uh, what we had cooked and we have have so many recipes together with these club members. We have been doing tortellini, um uh, Fettuccine, hand pasta. You know, I could see in the little screens of Zoom, people like rolling the pasta machines. Uh, we have been doing meatballs, tiramisu, different types of tiramisu, and um I think we did a a, a good job with the recipes because before my way of um, writing the recipes were just scribbled down recipes, and then I give to the oh my to just to give to the people but when you have an in-person class class, you know people can watch and take notes but when you have to teach it's something else so i changed completely my way of writing the recipes and um, i really it's like for me it's like describing an itinerary from uh, ingredients to result so it's like say to, to my to my students, go left, go right, and I never assume that they understand what I mean. I re- we really want to make sure that it's very clear. So usually I uh, write the recipe, test the recipe, then my team tests the recipe as well. And then we have club members that help us with the measurements, so they are very well written. And before each class, we give a very thorough instructions on how to get prepared to have the best experience. And um and then we run the class. Uh my I have a partner in Oregon because Jed and Michelle now they are back to their trips to the travel they are traveling the world again. So but we have a common friend that took their place and she moderated the class together with uh, Paolo who's a uh, Italian who lived in Vancouver for seven years and now he lives in the UK and he helps with the chat. So we really help people to have the best experience. And we always have Q&A sessions. So if people are um, having trouble with their dough, they can come up to the screen and they ask me, Kika, what do you think? Is this okay? I say, no, need <laughs> <Did> more, need <laughs> more, more time. So and i'm amazed every time about the results that all the club members are able to succeed because they really make tortellini like the way i did it we made to you because we have a private private facebook group and uh, after the class everybody shares the the result of their of their of the recipe and so it's just amazing and it's a, now it's a community we help each other if you have a question about an ingredient Uh, you can ask a question there. And uh, I always respond, but now there are so many other people that can respond to the questions.
2: So I I, I want to ask you about a translation, how it translates. And the reason we always talk about when when we're there, the food tastes better and the wine tastes better. And even when we bring, it's just not the same when we do this in the U.S. So for the listener who's maybe in Australia or, or here, how how easy is it to make the meals without the same ingredients that you have access to? And is it something that they can do in their own kitchen in an hour? Or is this like an all-day, Sunday type of preparation?
1: No. Okay. So we really pay attention about ingredients and try to make recipes with ingredients that everybody can find. So. It's of course there will never be the same ingredients that I have, but at least you can find them, and we give very thorough instruction how they should be. Um, And um, and the classes usually are we try to keep classes within ninety minutes, no longer. Usually it's one hour, between one hour and ninety minutes, and um, yeah, because otherwise it will be too long. And they are on Saturdays. Um, at 10:30 a.m. Um, Pacific time, 12:30 Eastern time. So usually people are preparing their lunch or their dinner, and we always offer um, suggestion about um, how to freeze, how to uh, you know free uh, put it in the fridge, so how to use this later if they don't need this later uh, in the day.
0: You know people are probably wondering how much it costs and if you go to cookingintuscany.cc one class yeah. is $37 uh, per class how much does it cost to belong to the club how, if i want to be if i want to be in the club how much does that cost
1: <laughs> i will invite you <laughs>
0: <Please>.
1: <laughs> no problem <laughs> yeah so for the club the cost of a membership that includes uh, four months in the cooking club Community: six online classes in six different Saturdays, plus all the class replay videos. um, And uh, each recipe has a wine pairing from a club member, which is a wine educator. So it's very educational every time she speaks. Uh, And then some other bonuses and discounts. It's $149. But registrations are open only for a limited time before the season starts. So at the moment, the registrations are closed and we are going to open these registrations on April 1st.
0: So April first is the next, next time people can get in the club is April first. Now Pat, just to let you know, yeah, um, we coming up uh, on Saturday, January twentieth, they're gonna do handmade cavatelli and uh, broccoli pesto. In February third, creamy butternut squash soup. Uh, Saturday, February seventeenth, handmade. Is it garganelli? Is that how I is that how I say it? With uh, yeah, white it's ragu right sauce. And then you have in March pasta and potato bliss and then another one in March Tuscan rice pudding tartlets. That's amazing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We're in.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, you're in. Yeah, yeah, you can participate to this um, if you want to try one. Yeah, you can participate to this um a uh, la carte classes and then you can decide if you it's something that you want to like uh, to do or not. You
0: offer free classes too, right?
1: Yeah, on um, April 6th We're going to offer a gnocchi pasta free class and we're going to make gnocchi, the easiest gnocchi recipe. Uh, And uh, it's free for everyone. It's uh, because we're going to want to help people to have a nice experience and um, they can meet us, uh, see how we work, and then they can decide if it's something they could enjoy or not. And usually these classes are pretty, like uh, 50 people, 70 people, 100 people. Yeah, we have quite a lot of, They're proper. We call this gnocchi party. It's like a popular classic.
2: (laughs) In addition, are you also offering food and wine tours?
1: Yeah, we offer daily food and wine tours and also uh, food and wine trips. Uh, We offer five days all-inclusive vacations. And uh, if you will join one of these uh, trips, you're traveling with me and my husband and you're uh, we'll telling your locals, we'll take you just up to the places where, where, we, uh, where we usually need to go to eat or drink. And uh, we live uh, on the, on the, uh, by the coast, it's called the Etruscan coast, and uh, this place, it's a very famous um, place for wine. We are in the Bulgari region, and uh, this is where some of the most famous super Tuscan wines are made. Such as Santi and Ornellaia, and then many, many others. So it's a, if you are passionate by wine, uh, yeah, that's it, the place to go.
0: You have people from and all.
1: Or oh, go ahead. No, and it's not very well known. You know, if you say Bolgheri, and it's amazing because we have. I think I always say we have uh, we have it all because we have the rolling hills, the a beautiful uh, forest and the vineyards, olive groves, and the sea. So that's that's amazing. Yeah.
0: You have people from all over the world, but are the majority of your club members and customers American? Are they UK? Are they Australian? Where where, where do you see the bulk of your customers coming from?
1: No, they are all Americans. I think I'm, I'm born in Italy just by chance, but I, I have some connection with the <laughs> United States. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, but I know, mostly Americans, yeah. But, but in 20 years, you know, I've been... I have had so many visitors because I also work with uh, an American tour operator and uh, uh, specialized in bicycle trips. And uh, during their trip, um, one of the stops is here and they come to visit me. So I see so many Americans every year, yeah.
0: You mentioned you rode your bike all around the world. Is there any... You know, we are... Drawn to Tuscany and tend not to go anywhere else. Where do you, where, what's your favorite place? Where, where, having been all over the world riding your bike, uh, what, what's your favorite place?
1: Uh, one of my favorite places uh, is New Zealand. It's amazing. And uh, another one is Iceland, but it's uh, very, very hard because I was younger and much fit than now. But Tuscany, I think Tuscany is uh, like a uh, unify everything because there are there's no much traffic. Uh, there are so many gravel roads, very easy to uh, to ride, and uh, cyclists is very popular. Also, where we are, very very popular. Yeah, lots of cyclists. That's why we moved here actually for cycling. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: yeah. It, it, an interesting part is when did you see? Because you've been doing this since the early two thousands, which you, I. I I want to believe that you're probably one of the first ones or one of the early ones. When did you see tourism really start kicking up in Tuscany in the region? Was it Was it from day one you started or was it you know 2010? When, when did you really start seeing the uptick of interest in Tuscany and Tuscan cooking?
1: uh yeah that's a good question actually uh the place where we live is pretty famous for italians for ho- you have summer holidays because of the coast people families come here on vacation summer vacations and uh, when i started in um, in uh, 2000 there are there were many americans you know they were already coming here and i think the americans they really appreciate the food so this interest was always there and i have to say that from the beginning till now they are much better cooks <laughs> compared to the beginning yeah because now i think all the tv shows all the you know italian food is very popular and uh, more cooking book, book uh, cooking books you know they i think uh, yeah I think that now it's of course it's more popular, you know the cooking class is uh, something that everybody' looking for when they come to Tuscany because it's something fun and easy easy to do.
0: Do you have a YouTube channel or anything like that where you where you put some of that stuff up there?
1: yeah, yeah, but I'm not an influencer I don't want to be an influencer.
0: Oh, you're an influencer. Don't kid yourself. You're an influencer. If if people are buying to get in your club and you're the place to be, you're an influencer.
1: Okay, I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: But, yeah. but you do have a YouTube channel. What, what do you put on your YouTube I channel?
1: Uh, but I, we use quite a lot of Facebook and Instagram. And then on YouTube, uh, we we put... a. Um, uh, mostly are a small video for promoting the classes because my husband is the video maker and photographer. That's why I have beautiful pictures. I have to thank him. <laughs> they are not mine. And uh, yeah, so yeah, you can have a look, but we want to start to give more free recipes, you know, but this uh, this social media, it's another another job, you know, so I want to take time also for myself. <laughs>
0: Which is what yeah. you, what everybody should do, and and then, but for us, yeah. no better than taking time for ourselves than cooking, right? Right. That's yeah.
1: But cooking, it, cooking, it's a time for yourself because you slow down, you do something wonderful, you learn something new, and uh, you share with your loved ones. So it's a uh, everything together
0: kika's cooking club you can become a member also do an a la carte cooking class just go to cookingintuscany.cc that's cookingintuscany.cc kika a, a great conversation we appreciate your time to join us on the total tuscany podcast and uh, we'd love to have you back again sometime or we'd like to meet you in person
1: oh yeah i'm looking forward to have you here <laughs> to tuscany march yeah. march we'll be there
0: we'll be in there. march yes yeah so. thanks for taking the time
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you for hosting me. Thank you very much.
0: That
2: was fascinating. Um, Obviously, Kika is uh, cooking at a very high level. She's got a lot of followers and a lot of interest in in the way she prepares
0: her meals. I think just the amount of club members that she's been able to retain since the pandemic speaks volumes to what she's doing online, the community she's built and people's passions for it, right? I mean, YouTube has helped out a lot with this. You watch a lot of cooking stuff. But people like that connection. When you watch a YouTube video, you can watch, you can learn, but you don't have a connection. What the club does is create a connection. And what I like about it, it's and if you go to cookingintuscany.cc, those cooking classes are about once every two weeks. It's not overload. They're not asking a lot of time. And if you're in the States, it takes place... If you're on the West Coast in the morning, but if you're on the East Coast, it's it's it'd be a good lunch. And we're in Nebraska, so it'd be let's see, right around that uh, twelve thirty mark. So it'd be twelve thirty our time. So it happens on a on a weekend, which fits into people's schedules. And but created, she used the word community, and and that's what this podcast is. We we've created a community of people who listen to this. But just be able to retain and grow a club even after the pandemic speaks, I think to. The quality of product that she's been able to put out not just from a a recipe and food standpoint, but the people she deals with they got to like you to keep coming back and she's very she's she's very very personal
2: and she's taking a great deal of care to to provide an ingredient list that that's actually attainable here yeah in the states. And uh, meals that don't take twelve hours to prepare,
0: and, and that's the key part because the flour is a little bit different, the eggs are a little bit different. You're lucky because you have your own, you have your own chicken coop, man. You you you've got your own eggs. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. A so, little bit of it
0: in here. <laughs> to, Pat's doing it. He's going to put some grapevines out on his farm before you know it. He's going to be he's going to be doing his own wine. But uh, Kiko is really really. Uh, special to talk to, and and it's just another one of those connections that we try to help you make as you start planning your trip to Tuscany or just bringing Tuscany into your own home. Again, you can go to cookingintuscany.cc, that's cookingintuscany.com. C-C. make sure to follow total tuscany on all the social media channels we can be found on facebook and be found on instagram uh, and uh if you have any questions feel free to email us questions total at gmail.com that's total at gmail.com for mr pat Campagna, i'm travis justice we will talk to you next time on the total tuscany podcast